0: And welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in gorgeous Seattle. I mean, if it gets a little bit warmer, Benny, I'm going to be planting. I'm going to be getting soil and, you know, uh, well, let's say tulips that are already <laughs> blooming. I believe <laughs> earlier in the
1: week we actually uh, tied Florida for really? like a high for like different areas. For I mean, it's just bizarre. I mean, I feel actually. Beside myself as far as, like, a little guilty because we don't have the East Coast stuff right now. I know,
0: and and our hearts are going out to anyone who's experiencing blizzards and storms. Maybe you need to take a little trip to Seattle because I— We're the new tropical of the (laughs) Northwest. (laughs) I did have my morning tea on the patio with my kitty cats. I was wearing a very thick, fluffy robe. <laughs> Not your mountain lions? <laughs> yeah, I didn't see any mountain lions okay. or coyotes this morning, which Ew. was lovely. I don't. I haven't seen a mountain lion yet. Hopefully that won't happen. But, but I mean,
1: yeah, they're just getting bombarded by all this storm after storm. Yes. And it's like we have had the most mild winters in history, it oh, seems like. So we have.
0: Yeah, it's it, just quite beautiful here. And again, we send out our blessings mm-hmm. and safety across the country or wherever you are in the world if you're having... You know difficulties with weather or anything else in your life. We're sending you blessings and joy and wishing you a wonderful day yes. wherever you are. And you know, this is one of my favorite things to do is interview people on the show. and um, people who I believe are standing on the leading edge of thought, and today is one of those days where I get to interview someone. Only for the first half hour, so we gotta you know, soak in as much as he's in such high Holland. demand, yeah. He John is. Holland,
1: he's such high demand he is. Guy.
0: Yeah, John Holland is an internationally renowned psychic medium and teacher who lectures, demonstrates, and reads for private clients and has spent more than twenty years developing his abilities. He's been featured on the history channel A and E, Unsolved Mysteries, and in numerous articles as well as becoming a familiar voice on radio stations throughout the world. He's the author of the best selling Power of the Soul, Born Knowing, and Psychic Navigator, and 101 Ways to Jumpstart Your Intuition. John's latest book, The Spirit Whisperer, and of course, the psycho, um, Psychic Tarot Cards. Those are my favorite cards, by the way. It's actually required for my mentoring students to purchase John's cards. They're fabulous the Tarot Oracle Cards. Welcome to the show, John.
2: Thank you. Thank you. And my heart goes out to you with your beautiful weather as I'm sitting here (laughs) shoveling, shoveling, and shoveling.
0: (laughs) Because, you know, John is on the East Coast, although you will be flying to the West Coast next weekend. You're coming to California. You're going to be hanging out at the Conscious Life Expo in L.A. How exciting. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So looking forward to that. Uh,
0: Have you ever thought about relocating? I know you love the East Coast, but have you ever thought about living on the West Coast? Because I'm just thinking you need a lot more sun these days. Darling, I
2: did that for 12 years. Oh, you did? Yeah, I lived in Los Angeles for 12 years.
0: Oh, so that's what... Been there, done it. And (laughs) you're back home where you love to be.
2: Back home, yes. And I'm not really complaining the weather. I mean, it's it's New England. So, you know, when someone complains about the weather, I'm like, then move to Florida.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And the prices of housing... Or Seattle. Or (laughs) Seattle. Yeah, we don't want too many people to move here, but we we love that they're all visiting. So um, when you uh, are at the expo, it's 6th, 7th, and 8th. I'm coming yes. up not this weekend, but next weekend. You are doing the Keynote Workshop on Sunday, A Journey into the World of Medium, I and mean, that's Absolutely. exciting.
2: It is. It's, uh, it, uh, it'll be a chance to tell a lot of people they come to see mediums, but I like to let people know what's going on in my head if they want to go there. But I explained everything I'm getting how I feel the information, see it or hear it, and I give what I get. And it, it, it's a good education. And then on the following day, February 9th, that's when I do developing your soul senses wow. um, for, for two and a half hours. where I, I let people do it, show them how to be psychic, how they already are. Um, people just forget. And then we talk about the aura, uh, the energy centers. It, it, it's amazing. So, um, And it's fascinating, Marie, when people come in and they say, oh, I'm not psychic, but yet they can... F- when they get something, uh, they pick up something on someone they couldn't possibly have known. It's, uh, quite, uh, it's quite amazing to see their faces. Isn't
0: it? In fact, I, I, when I was reading your bio, you write in here about how the gratitude that you feel when people walk out of a workshop feeling touched and having a better understanding of their knowingness, that that's all the thank that, thanks that you need for the work that you do in the world, that it's really fulfilling for you and uplifting.
2: Absolutely. It is. It's true.
0: Oh, well, I saw you when you were in Seattle a few years ago, maybe five or six. You were at the Binarana Hall um, and you did a fabulous job. I remember this one reading that you did for someone in the audience where you actually could see someone's uncle in a casket and the guitar was buried with them. And you were telling this to the person who was in the audience, I think it was the niece of the deceased man. And it was just delightful, you know, that you could see the guitar. guitar. I mean, who would know, who would have known that there was guitar in the right. casket with the gentleman? And And so don't you think that really, over the years, your career has really evolved? I mean, obviously it has, but from convincing people that when you die, we're not gone forever and we move into a new amazing world that is full of life and adventure and that we still care and love for the people that we left behind when we transition to new dimensions. True. Do you think your, your, you know, your career from maybe convincing people that all that exists to really just ha- having everybody in- enjoy that belief now and to venture into feeling their loved ones as well?
2: Well, I never say, I never ever try to convince anybody of an afterlife or what I do, or nor can I prove it to them. All I can do is give the best evidence possible. And if people leave, they're saying, well, how could he know that? I really felt <laughs> my father. Then I've done my job because I can't convince anybody. No. Uh, all I can do is be a, the best medium as I can, like the guitar stuff. And um, I'm known as an evidential medium where, you know, things will come through where, that I couldn't possibly have known or right. ever, ever found out. And, you know, so... When people walk out and they're shaking their heads, maybe they'll say Marie. (laughs) Maybe they'll say, maybe there isn't, maybe my dad really is okay. Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, and maybe it's just the evolution of the human consciousness, you know, Uh, and I loved what you said that that wasn't your job, but I think it kind of was initially, you know, not that you signed up for that. You signed up to bring loving messages to people and to change energy in the room and in the, the dynamics between people who are living and who are on the other side. But I think that, you know, the consciousness of the human race is, um to my delight and surprise expanding exponentially right wow it
2: is it's amazing it is. It- and a lot of people say, is it the planets? Is it the way? I just feel like people are ready for it. We're mm-hmm. in a technology age now. People are more open. Mm-hmm. It's not as taboo to see a psychic. And, and I always tell people to stay away from what you see on television and movies about how we are. It's very dramatic, uh, you know, and, and it's not that dramatic. Right. Um, you know, we're a, a, a 3D rift opens up in front of me, and, and uh, <laughs> your loved ones come through a portal, you know?
0: So. <laughs> right. It's it's actually calm, and, and it feels delicious most of the time. One of the things I've loved when I've watched you read is your compassion. You have such compassion for, you, you know, everyone um, in this situation, particularly the person who is still in a body grieving, because most people on the other side, because they can see us whenever they wish, they're not in that grief like the people who, you know, typically, like the people who are on earth. Absolutely. And, your compassion is just lovely. I've you know witnessed it a few times, and it's just really lovely. So thank you for that. Um, oh, thank you. It's when you. I
2: see the reason why I kept doing this work, and I tried to pull away many years ago. It was getting too much, and I was working a day job and seeing, seeing clients. Really? Uh, you oh you tried God. that?
0: Because, I, John, I'm sorry. This is your path. <laughs> right?
2: it, it did. And, but what, ha- wow. what happened is... If I ever questioned it, how long can I keep doing this, I'd get a very special reading, and then I'd be like, okay. But it's usually parents that have lost kids. That stroke my heart, and when I see a parent laugh for the first time, or I get an email saying it's the first time I slept in four Aww. months since I lost my boy, Aww. then thats what the work is really yeah, about. it's it really amazing. Is.
0: And what people you know may not know about you, I think a lot of people know this about you because a lot of people know y- you from you know your beautiful radio shows and books and television. Is that you're a psychic medium? So you're not just a medium; you're psychic. You know, so you can see. Everything or a lot of what's going on with someone's life, not just their loved ones on the other side.
2: That's what, how I started out in two yeah. years into doing psychic work. Now, for the people who are listening, they're like, well, aren't they the same thing? No. Right. A psychic perceives that what's around you, your aura, your past, your present, your potential future. Right. That they're getting that information from your space. A medium is not getting it from your space. They're getting it from the other side. Right. So mediums perceive I mean, I'm sorry, psychics perceive and mediums receive. Oh, every interesting. medium is psychic, but not every psychic is a medium. It's true. There are some psychics who touch, uh, where a loved one may touch the reading of them, but it's a whole different thing when, uh, you know, when you're doing the mediumship full-time. And I am a psychic medium, but I'm mm-hmm. more known now for the mediumship, right. and, which is fine because I really don't... There's all kinds of psychics. There's psychic detectives, love psychics, uh, <laughs> um, you know, there's people that work with uh, um, into, in, you know, financial companies to pred- do predictions. Um, that's, that's all well and good, and you know, they, that all serves a purpose, but it seems like my work or what spirit was meant for me is to do what I'm doing now.
0: Oh, and it's beautiful, and we thank you very, very, very much for your work. And if you happen to live on the West Coast or anywhere in the country, or the world for that matter, and you want to see John Holland and take some classes with him, well, it's coming up uh, February 6th, 7th, and 8th um, in Los Angeles at the Conscious Life Expo. So you can go ahead and find out more information about that through either John Holland's website or go to the Conscious Life Expo. And or you can call us. We'll be happy to give you any information you need. Um, I I think it's going to be a fabulous event. I know Susan Miller, who um, does Astrology Zone, will be there. Greg Braden and many 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 many, yeah. many other people. It's a huge event. It's very huge. So why don't we go ahead and take a phone call if you sure. don't mind, John, to, uh, answering a caller's question? Do you would would you like to
2: take phone calls today? Okay. Um, Unexpected, but. Ah. um, Well, we don't have to do that. No, let's just see. I mean, I never know what's going to happen. Okay. Um, Someone may want to talk to somebody. It it may happen. It usually does. But if someone wants their mom, don't be surprised if you get a brother. Don't be surprised (laughs) if you get a mother in law. Let's just see. Um, Let's just see. And I always trust. It's like, let's just see what happens.
0: Okay. So why don't we take a phone call and then we'll take a break and then we'll come back. Um, So who do we have? Perfect.
1: We'll start things out with Nick. He's already prepared and he's prepped up. He's calling in from Boston. He had time to dig a little bit out, you know, and take a break from all that. So (laughs) let's bring him on. Nick from Boston, welcome to the show.
2: Hi. Hi, How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Very well, thanks. What what can I do for you, my friend? Well, I'm sort of wondering um, if you can tell me about what my career path is going to be doing over the next year or so. Um,
3: It's been a lot of changes and it's a a multi-year process. And I don't know what kind
2: of messages are coming through about that, as far as what I'm hoping to accomplish. Yeah, see, that's the kind of see, that's the. I'm more of a medium, Nick, as opposed to um, a lot of people think that if my grandfather's there, can't he help me with my career? <laughs> <laughs> if, and and I one time really quickly, everybody, I had a woman say to me, "Can my father help me with finances?" And he passed away, and I said, "Well, how was he with money here?" And she says, "Well, he sucked," and I said, "Well, he still does." Just because they go to the other side doesn't mean um, uh, it doesn't mean that they turn into a financial wizard. Um, they can never interfere with the karmic lessons here. They do give me some advice um, sometimes, but Nick, your people are still here. Yes, your parents. They are. Yeah. Yeah. See, so it's it's almost like I'm, you know, and I don't do really the guide thing here too. But let's just talk for a second, Nick. You took the time to call in. and I appreciate. What are you doing? For, what are you doing for work? Um, right now, I'm a jeweler, and I work part-time in a retail sort of setting. All right. And where do you want to go? Because you feel that you um, – do you make the jewelry? Because I get the whole creative sense with you. I do, yes. Yeah. Yep. So what what I think, all right, so – and I always say, where do you want your career to go? Do you want to – you know, it's it's not like I'm a predictive kind of uh, psychic, and Benny and, and uh, Marie know that. All right, so what, what do you want to do? Um, I'm hoping – actually, it's an odd one. I'm hoping to get into tattooing. Oh. oh, it's it's still creative, isn't it? That's exactly Perfect. right, sure. Sounds right. gorgeous. Yeah, very creative. But what I can do, like a timing situation here, too, though, so, and I always say, too, to everyone who's listening in, to Nick and everybody. When you have a diff- when you don't know where to go with the direction, same thing. When I had, when I was just about to discover my mediumship, and should I go to England, I put it out to the universe, and I said, God Spirit, if I'm meant to do this, then then send me the synchronistic signs. And that's when I met another psychic who introduced me to a publisher. I got right into Hay House within a month. They started uh, their event division. I went there. The mediumship happened a while ago. I stepped on a person's foot from England. I got to to go there. Somebody paid my rent while I was gone. It, it was too Aww. easy. The doors just, just opened. I feel really good with you, though, too, Nick, with this. And it doesn't, now remember, psychic advice is just advice, okay? But I feel really good. From April on, I don't know, do you have to go to school for this, Nick? Do you have to get training? Do you have to take drawing classes? How does that work? Yeah, you have to get training, which is in the form of an apprenticeship. Right, yeah. But you already know tattoo people, correct? That's right. <laughs> yes, I know, my friend. Okay, so it's like I, I feel good from April on if that means so. Get through our winter. Nick, where are you? Down in Boston? Yes, I am. Yeah, so I'm up here in New Hampshire, so you know what we just got. <laughs> more on Friday, more on Sunday, by the way, too. That's oh, my no. prediction. I just watched the weather.
1: So, Here's your East Coast uh, weather forecast for the week. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> so I think, Nick, too, from April on, I don't know if a key person's going to uh, take you under their wing. Um, and it's weird. You've got a few people, I'm seeing, too, in the tattoo business, but it's men and women. I want you to look for. But if you find a great male mentor, that's great. Watch, with the, watch the female artist that comes your way or who's already there, too, because there could be a lot of resources there, too. But I feel good from April on with you. But always keep – and I always say, too, if, keep your day job because you need, you need that money. Um, but it's something with your, your tattooing. There's gonna, you're going to bring something to the table, too, um, Nick, that's different. Um, I don't know if it's something. You would think that everything possibly could be done in tattoo, but I think you're going to bring something to the table, and some of the tattoo people are going to be like, yeah. "Wow, that's totally cool. We never saw that." Yeah, I think we never we never saw that.
0: Yeah, his, your creative energy is just gorgeous and fun, and just have a blast. i you know, John is seeing all this lovely stuff coming your way. Just have fun and enjoy. Don't try to overprocess it or think it. Just enjoy yourself and have a beautiful time. You're blessed to know what you like. That's and Nick, how old? Twenty-six.
2: I'm 28. Okay, fine. Um, have you been to the West Coast yet? I have a bunch of times. Yeah, absolutely. I'm seeing California, New England, or, or West Coast, New England. So I'm not saying, remember, just advice, I'm not saying you're going to move out there 100%, but California or the West Coast is going to keep calling you, too. I see a lot of musical instruments also around you, Nick, too. Wow, so yes, I don't know, yes. You understand that? So I don't know if you're going to tat up musicians. You're tatting up yourself or you're a musician. <laughs> that would be fine. But the biggest thing I don't, I mean, the one thing, though, Nick, is which I love, you're an artist, okay? And it's not like you say, you know what? This is too tough. I'm going to go do office work, which is fine, okay? Well, you know, we need office people, and that's fantastic. I used to do it myself. Follow that passion, Nick, because when you follow it, I'm telling you, it's really, really strong. It's really, really strong. And don't be surprised if you meet a local celebrity soon also, Nick, wow. and they, you do them also, okay? Wow. So let's just see what happens. All I can say is I feel you're on a good path, my friend. Fabulous. Thank you. That's very helpful. Okay? Great. Thank- a- April on.
0: Great. Thank you, Nick, for calling in. And thank you, John, for your gracious reading. And we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll be right back.
1: Would you like to be a Reiki master? Join Marie at the Redmond Hyatt, March 27th through the 29th. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to people at all levels of energy medicine healing knowledge. Completing the course will certify you as a Reiki 1, 2, and 3 practitioner. This is truly a transformative weekend. Enrollment is limited, therefore registration is required. For more information about the Reiki Master Workshop at the Redmond Hyatt in Redmond, Washington, visit energyintuitive.com.
4: 1150 KKNW.com. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk, 1150
3: AM. As the years pass you by, hear this voice from deep inside. It's the call of your heart. Close your eyes and you will find, there's a doubt.
0: And welcome back to the Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in gorgeous Seattle again. We're sending great vibes to the East Coast where John Holland is currently um, living. And he is on the air with us from the East Coast talking to us about dead people and life and all the gorgeousness that's and around and tattoo artists and, tattoo and jewelry artists, makers yes. and, <laughs> and of course there's workshops in the at the conscious life expo in la um you're the keynote workshop person on sunday a journey into the world of medium and then on monday you're teaching a workshop for people to help them hone in on their gifts and talents which absolutely. is absolutely they can go
2: to marie but there's a post on my facebook page oh, if great. you can't attend then, then watch it streamline on your computer
0: Oh, how exciting yeah, that's beautiful <laughs> that's really gorgeous and and john has been gracious enough to do one reading he's going to do one more before he goes back and shovels some snow yeah.
1: Yeah. he's got to <laughs> so, help out the neighborhood yes yeah, so who true. do we have who do we have <laughs> we'll take claire calling in from seattle hello hello
5: hello hi, hi. can you hear me
2: I can hear you, Claire. Oh, oh
3: Hi. Um, thank you so much for taking my call and um
2: I I um well Claire, my, want, Claire hold on, darling, okay? You you got people on the other side, don't you, Claire? I do, yeah. Right. Okay. When did you lose your mom, darling?
3: Um a long time ago,
2: actually. She's coming maybe. Through. She's, you don't even have to say anything. It's like um the, the caller I just had—he was a young man who was we talking about tattooing—and but his people, I mean, he might have grandparents, but immediately I feel your your, your grand, your uh, gr- um, not your actually grandmother and mother actually, oh, but your, your mother really steps forward. Is it is this what you asked me to do, Claire? You wanted to connect?
3: Well, I yeah, I had um um just this. I asked if I should call, and um, I got the message that I should call. I'm not sure what she wants to tell me, but I just feel her, and um, I actually, my my um, question was, I, my dad passed away about three years ago or so. Sure. And, um, sorry, and I don't know why I'm crying, um, and I just have felt really angry at him, not right. for dying, because he was older, and... Um, you know, as i um learn more about life, and uh, it seems like I should know by now, but um, that he did exactly what he was supposed to do, and he was you know a personal emotional trainer for me but right. i i just i guess i i I'm trying to forgive him, and I feel sure. and i'm so I'm working on that, and i feel like I've come a long way in that, uh, but I feel like it, it, if he has any messages for me, or I don't know, just I...
2: All right, Claire, I got it, darling. Hold on, hold on. I get it. I get it. First of all, your mum comes through first, so know that your father most likely is with your mother, all right? and But what I'm picking up here, too, is um, uh, when it comes to your father, when it comes to your dad, all right, um, you know when they go to the other side, too, Claire, all right? They see all the things that they did here, okay? It's like a life review. I really believe this. They, they see every hurt, every pain, every joy they gave to someone, and they have to experience that. They're their own judge and jury. So trust me, your father is feeling what he did also. Um, and they do ask for forgiveness, okay? And um, sometimes... Um, it could be the other way around where the person here is asking forgiveness, and they do forgive here. So forgiveness does help him. It, help, it helps you at the same time. But, Claire, as I'm getting – are you his only daughter, Claire, or did he did, was he not part of your life for some time?
3: I'm – no, I – there's,
2: I have seven siblings, and I have four other sisters. I, I do feel the distance between you and your dad, okay, not not necessarily just, I mean, the passing here, but he's also making me aware of here, too, as he's coming in with the mother, all right? Is dad the alcoholic, Claire?
3: No, neither one of my parents really drank, but I, I've gotten that before where there must have been, like, traditionally or historically familial alcoholism because... I've gotten that before in readings, that there's an alcoholic vibe.
2: You know? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. It could be for somebody who's here, too, who's having a problem. It doesn't have to be someone who's passed. But also, as I'm with you, Claire, who lost their – did you lose a sibling? Who's the son that he has with him? Who lost their boy, please?
3: I don't know. <laughs> I know. I don't know it.
2: Anyone yeah, be clear. Lost. You do, darling. Hold on, okay? He's got a okay. younger male there that who's younger than him. Would one of you? So you would have known if one of your siblings lost their son. Is there a is there a cousin that was lost at a young age? Please. I
3: I my I don't know that my my aunt his my, his sister was lost. I mean, she passed away after she gave birth, but um, his. And her son died a few years ago, but not at a young age, not that I know
2: of. But would be younger than your father, correct? Correct, Yeah. Right, that's and how I read it, you know what I mean? Sometimes I get the okay. age, sometimes I don't. There's a younger male that's coming through with your dad, so I know okay. he's with his family, okay, or the family. But the main thing here, too, is basically is about your mom, Claire, who's saying, I'm still here, I'm still here. So she's still watching. She's just yelled out, too. Um, yep, I understand that. She's talking about the month of May, um, Claire. Okay. okay, so I don't know if that's a birthday anniversary or passing, but we're in okay. the month of January. Claire, is this your birthday? Um, my birthday's in November. Okay, who's in January, darling? You're one of seven. Who's January? Uh,
3: um, My sister, Terry.
2: Okay, is it coming up or just passed? It just passed. Okay, so there's a happy birthday there. Know that your mom is taking care of some of your situation, or she ne- and you said she died years ago, correct? In
3: 1987.
2: Absolutely, yeah, and I lost mine three years ago, so I'm sorry about that. But no, to when, it's okay, darling. When you, let, when you try to forgive, it's not necessarily you letting go. It's not necessarily, it's not necessarily when you forgive someone, it's not you're letting go of what your dad did. You're doing it for yourself. You're not taking away, um, I mean, I know, you know, he he hurt you, all right? But you're basically forgiving him for yourself. Do you understand?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because, you know, there's a lot of hurt there, too, though. And I always recommend therapy is not a bad thing here, too, though. But know, too, though, Claire, when they go to the other side, they have to experience what they did here. Do you understand?
3: Yeah, so I don't not, wish that upon him.
2: though. <laughs> no, no, it's just a fact, Claire. It's just a fact. If more people knew that you experienced what you do on the other side, what, to what you did to people here, we wouldn't have so much violence on the, on the earth. You understand? Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So keep try to get to a place where you can forgive your dad too, and and it'll and you'll feel better. You'll feel lighter. Um. Also, with this too. And who's Edward? Um, Claire. Uh,
3: oh, Eddie is um, my. Uh, brother-in-law who passed
2: away. Hi, yeah, hi, okay. All right, so know your father is with his people, and he's got to work on his stuff, Claire. And I know this was a fast phone call, Claire, but maybe, maybe I gave you a little second of of of, of, of uh, something, Claire, that you can walk away with.
0: Thank you, thank All you right, so darling. much. Um, Thank you, John, so much. And we wish you safe travels to the West Coast. Thank you so much. the Conscious Life Expo. Have a wonderful workshop there and a great keynote. And uh, thank you again for coming on the show and um, answering callers' questions. We really appreciate it. Now,
2: you got a beautiful spirit, both of you guys. You and Benny, thank you. Thank oh, you. Appreciate that.
0: Thank you. Thanks a lot. And we're going to take a break here on the Marine Manu Cherry Show. We'll be right back.
1: Investing dreams into reality is meant to be exciting and easy. When the tools you use stop working, a lack of self-worth is most likely holding you back. Marie's Affirm Your Worth cards are the perfect solution to increase self-appreciation while magnetizing your dreams into reality in a nurturing and fun way. Order your Affirm Your Worth cards today online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-485-8813. That's 425 485
5: Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself.
2: So, should we talk about the job?
5: Uh, What? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview
4: didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org.
1: Would you like to be a Reiki master? Join Marie at the Redmond Hyatt, September 25th through the 27th of 2015. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to people at all levels of energy medicine healing knowledge. Completing the course will certify you as a Reiki 1, 2, and 3 practitioner. This is truly a transformative weekend. Enrollment is limited, therefore registration is required. For more information about the Reiki Master workshop at the Redmond Hyatt in Redmond, Washington, visit energyintuitive.com.
4: Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 11:50 a.m.
3: Oh, well
0: And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We had John Holland on for the first half hour. And again, we're wishing him a wonderful experience in LA as he teaches two workshops at the Conscious Life Expo in Los Angeles. And who do we have on the phone lines?
1: Yeah, and if you'd like to join us, 877 825 8828 is the number. And uh, we'll continue on the show with Marie taking uh, the rest of the phone calls for the rest of the hour. So, Melinda from Los Angeles is joining us. So, Melinda, welcome to the show.
0: Hi. Hi, Melinda. How are you?
5: I'm very good. How are you doing?
0: I'm great. How is L.A.?
5: It's good. I just moved here in October.
0: Nice. Good for you. Good for you. you. Yeah. So what can I do for you?
5: Well, I'm curious if I could um, please ask for a little guidance. I um, I got here in October and I decided I'm a painter.
0: Oh, um, congratulations. That's beautiful.
5: Thank you. And so I um, I set up the studio. I have it with two uh friends or two other artists and um and it's it was going really well and then on new year's eve actually the whole studio flooded and all the work that i'd done that two months uh was lost but then i ended up making clothes while all the um, studio
3: was being
5: repaired and they Ah. put in new floors and i'm just at this actual crossroads where it's either get a second job um Painting, or start going into um, making fabrics, making yeah.
0: colors. Yeah. Okay. So here's what happened when you were talking, and you were talking about the the actual art in terms of painting. Um, my energy wasn't very high. I drew out your energetic system, which we'll talk about in a moment. It, it wasn't. It was kind of. Eh, it was okay. And, and I thought, well, then when you talked about the flooding, that's probably why, because of the flooding. But then you talked about the clothing, and everything just went bing. Do you like texture and fabrics and textiles and all of that? Does that make you happy? Yeah. Yeah. I think this is what I believe and it's been very true in my life and the people that I you know read for privately and the and the students that I mentor. I think going towards your joy is where the life path is. And sometimes it doesn't even make any sense although you've you're fortunate to have to know that you're an artist and to put energy into it. Um I think that you will be a fabulous designer of clothing and fabric and all of that stuff. It's fun for you. And you have unique ideas. You know what I mean?
5: Yeah, I, I think I hope so. I, um, <laughs> I was supposed to study that um, when I went to college, but I ended up going towards the painting route. So now it's just sort of, do I start the whole sewing process again? And
0: um, well, well, first of all, you're an artist. you have to really go study that can i mean you can just create clothing and pick out gorgeous fabrics and design and it, it, do you that's see true. what i mean one of the things that's been plaguing you for a long time since about the age of 12 is this lack of self-worth you know you you put a you keep dropping into disappointment energy when things don't go the way you would like them to in fact as you are finishing a project whether it's a painting or a gorgeous skirt or a lovely shawl or you know a piece of fabric art um, as you get closer to the finish line of the project, you start to drop your energy. You start to get nervous and anxious. You start to doubt yourself. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. So this is what you need to stop because, you know, you enter the project ah and happy and excited and tons of energy. And then as you get towards the end of it, you start to move into an old pattern. This is an old family pattern, by the way, about things aren't going to work out. I have to work really hard. And even when I do, things don't succeed. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Okay. So you need to stop that. You are talented. You are creative. You have wonderful, loving energy. Uh, all of that is there for you. In fact, you have such a stunning crown chakra that you're going to be able to channel in a lot of gorgeous, bright light into your being that's going to feed your artistic career. But when I looked at your crown chakra, right where the tip you know sets into the skull, you've got this like gray cloud there that rains upon your parade because you start to... Feel a separation from creation when you move into those doubts and disappointments, which is low frequency. It's hard to create really great stuff because great stuff vibrates on a higher frequency, not great stuff vibrates on a lower frequency. So you have to maintain your vibration, which I think what will happen, what will work best for you is to. Start having inner dialogue with yourself as soon as you start noticing that negative tendency and tell yourself what a great artist you are, how worthy you are, what a wonderful human being you are because you are. You're generous, you're kind, you have great integrity. So you deserve greatness in life. Do you see what I
5: mean? Yeah,
0: this is very, very helpful. Good, yeah. good. So this is your homework. And guess what? H- homework just means that you're going to be changing your thoughts which will then change your beliefs and it's going to help your energy to vibrate on a higher frequency and then stuff is just going to start floating into your life. One of the lovely things about changing vibration is that people just automatically start to feel better. They're happier, they're more fulfilled just in regular everyday life which again attracts more happy vibrational energy which means more stuff to be happy about. So that's your homework and I'm excited for you. Um, Even though I see this clothing, you know, as a ha energy... You're an artist. Do whatever makes you feel happy. You don't have to pigeonhole yourself into any form of art. You can do what you want whenever you want to. You are an artist. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that made you feel good. I'm so glad. So, you're going to fall in love with you with Melinda and say kind things to her and when that disappointment old family pattern comes up, you're going to have a nice little chat with her and and tell her the truth, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. I will. Great. Have a lovely day. You too. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye.
1: You have a very good point though. A lot of a lot of people don't realize you do have to love yourself first before you can move on with almost anything. It's really true. It's gonna be so troublesome for you.
0: So troublesome. Okay. And we have because the human consciousness has been taught, you know, all of us have been taught this since mm-hmm. childhood. From religion, from parental teachings, just from society norms, that if you're really loving to yourself, then you're selfish, you're egotistical, and you need to be humble. And yes, we need to be humble, of course, but of course you need to love yourself, just like we look at like my kitty cats, you know. And when I say, oh, Finny, you're such a beautiful boy and I love you so much, he just starts purring and he, his fur starts expanding. He looks so happy. And we know that that's what it's like for our children. Like when yeah. you tell the boys how smart they are and how much you love them, that's what allows them to remain healthy. Happy, coordinated as they're crawling all over everything and
1: jumping off of things,
0: jumping off of stuff that supports their bones and their <laughs> DNA. So it supports, see, our that's future. what I
1: keep saying. But the little lady does not agree with me. Well, on that. you know, that's I always
0: know, a I'm challenging just... situation, of course I am. you know, when your you don't partner. get it. Maurice is to jump off everything, <laughs> it's gonna make the bones stronger. <laughs> well, true for cats, but, right, I, but know, I, know. I, I think you're both wonderful parents. Oh, I'm sure you. you're doing a great appreciate job. Who do we have on the phone line? Very waiting?
1: valid point. I appreciate that. I'm gonna you're save well, that go. clip and send it off
0: to <laughs>
1: so she's got nothing to yeah, say. Yeah, it's
0: fine. Sure, we'll
1: take uh, actually one more call before another a short little break before the end of the show, and sure. uh, we'll take Anne calling in from Seattle. And so, Anne, welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. What's up? Thank you so much. Hi, yeah, Marie. Anne, thanks for waiting. Hi. I appreciate hey, no, that.
0: Oh
5: my gosh, I've been enjoying the show. Oh, good. I was wondering if you could read my son's energy. Sure. He is not feeling well. Yeah. He's Not been in school. Yeah. What's up I, with that? I, you know, I think that he has, you know, he's got IBS uh-huh. symptoms, uh-huh.
0: maybe, you know. And Ann, do I know you? Have I seen you privately for a session? No,
5: but uh. that's interesting that you would say that because I was really wanting to call to get him in. <laughs> oh, to get so, your son?
0: Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. Because you just, you remind me of someone, your energy does, that I've seen privately who has a son, but their son um, I didn't believe had um, issues, but so anyway. Okay, so here's part of the problem, but the reason why I'm seeing a client is because what I'm about to describe, they have the same issue. Um, So, Yeah. Do you over-nurture your son? Oh, yes. You've got to knock this off. I'm telling you. Because you have a very sensitive kid, a, a lovely, wonderful, sensitive kid. And then you're highly sensitive yourself. And then you keep misinterpreting what he's feeling. And now it's all mixed up between the two of you, by the way. Nobody knows who feels what anymore because it's just a big kind of mix of unhappiness and fear and worry and doubt and all this stuff. So what happens is that you feel your son or your perception that you're feeling your son, which is really your own discomfort about your own childhood. And you don't want him to ever feel the way you felt growing up. And so you project this negativity onto your son about what he's feeling, which by the way, he's adopted into his emotions, by the way. And and then you over him because you're afraid he, he's going to get what you got, which is impossible. That's never going to happen. You're a very devoted, um, over-caring parent who is, you know, so does this make sense what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> okay. And by the way, who doesn't love that? Who doesn't love a parent who loves your child so much that now everything's a little bit mixed up? So so we love you, we appreciate that you love your baby so much, but he is a soul, a powerful soul who came to earth to have experiences and he's perfectly fine. So I want you to start sending energy that you have this gorgeous, amazing, independent, vibrant, conscious soul who's just fine. If you start sending that to him, what do you think is going to happen to his intestinal tract, his solar plexus, which is all about self-love? What do you think is going to happen to him? He's going to get better on his own. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly, because his immune system looks good to me, other than these beliefs that he has. It's funny when I look at him, and I don't know how old he is, but he, from an energetic perspective, you know, he's more in his teens or early 20s. He's yeah. young. So, yeah. right? So when I look yeah. at, at his solar plexus, he has the worry and the, and the frustration of a 40-year-old who's newly divorced, is not getting child support, it, you know, and I know this is a, a man versus a woman, but men also sometimes get child support, and who's got three jobs trying to pay the bills. And this is not the truth. This is a kid who is loved and adored and has his needs met for him, but yet he worries like that. So you need to stop sending worrying energy to him. You need to just, first of all start telling yourself what an amazing parent you are, because even as I'm talking to you, you're you're getting you know, frustrated with yourself, (laughs) and you're a lovely human being, so you don't need to be frustrated with yourself. You just need to separate your fear and your worry about him having what you had, which he will never have, to to stop that old pattern of worry and doubt about things, and tell yourself you're an amazing parent, and start sending gorgeous love to your beautiful son, who's
5: just fine, okay? I will, okay. I know you will. I will, I know you will. to move him along quicker in this process, do,
0: would I, and energy work, would that help him? I mean, energy work would be excellent. He's really sensitive. I would encourage him to avoid, um, you know, inflammatory foods like dairy and wheat. He is. Great, you know, because I I look at it and everything's fine to me. This is all mental. The interesting thing about the solar plexus, the third chakra that governs the intestinal tract and the stomach, it is connected to the third layer of the auric field, which is the mental plane. So all of your son's neurotic thoughts are affecting his stomach and digestion. So this is what needs to stop. This is what is the most important thing. And because you're so connected to him, if you start sending him thoughts that he's healthy and well, which is something you're going to have to work on yourself... Um, that's what's going to help him and start getting the ball rolling, okay? I get it. Okay, thank you. Have a gorgeous day. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break here on the Marine Menu Cherry Show. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back.
1: On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed Johanna Derbaloski, author of The Transformation Promise, a book of great ideas on making changes in your life starting right where you are.
4: On Saturday, pop culture maven George Bean joins us for two hours of talk about top TV shows, the best of pop culture, and his fascination with Stephen King.
1: Bringing you fascinating talk and powerful people since 2007, we are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration.
2: We live in a world that's become predictable. Our realities are filled with distractions, hopelessness, and confusion. We've begun to lose touch of what we're truly capable of. It's time for us to regain our true potential. Join psychic, medium, and crystal child, Lindsay Paul, as she connects to the other side and brings back messages from beyond. Along with her psychic and skeptic, Abraham DeWeese, and indigo
4: child, Sarah Ellis. They'll help you sort a new high by answering your questions. Don't miss Wisdom Within Radio, Thursdays at 1 p.m. More choices, more topics, more shows. One station. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m.
0: back to the marie manu cherry show we're live here in seattle we had the pleasure of speaking to john holland who's on the east coast shoveling snow before he heads to la <laughs>
1: he took a break he so took he a break did readings with us it was
0: lovely we really appreciate mm-hmm. that and he is heading to the conscious life expo in la you want to learn more about john holland and take workshops from him he will be there february 6th 7th and 8th um and post conference is february 9th so uh uh, what a great opportunity. Who do we have on the phone lines?
1: Yeah, we'll take Aaliyah now calling in from, I've got to get this, McKinleyville, California. Ooh, It's like hi. two names mixed up into one.
0: Hi, Aaliyah. How are you?
5: Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm
0: fabulous. What can I do for you?
5: I'm ready to heal my life. And um, I have some kind of sticky little health issues going on with um, adrenals and hormones. Right. and. right diet, you know, like I'm getting, developing some food sensitivities. Right. And I'm wondering, I see that a lot in my um, other friends, too. So I'm just wondering. I think part of
0: it is hormonal. You know, one of the things that happens, estrogen is a natural anti-inflammatory. And so when our estrogen levels drop in women, as they tend to, um, which is going to change as Mm -hmm. we evolve, because women are waiting and waiting and waiting to get married and to have children. So... Our, you know, I think the human race is kind of like cockroaches, you know, it, it takes a lot to take <laughs> us out. And so that means our whole evolutionary process is going to change. Women will be having children later in life. Our hormones will be lasting longer. So when estrogen levels drop, where we are in our consciousness right now, then things that were perhaps probably an issue anyway a little bit – they start to show up more. Um, like, for example, at, when my hormones started to, to drop, I've um, developed an allergy to shellfish. I, I've eaten more shrimp than uh, than a lot of people. I love seafood. Love it. But when my estrogen dropped, um, I probably had this hidden type of sensitivity that I didn't know because the estrogen was kicking in and helping with my inflammation regarding shellfish, so I didn't notice any symptoms. So now I don't eat shellfish. <laughs> um, so, yes, I would say that that is going on. But what, I'm, what I heard when I wrote out your auric field is that, first and foremost, um, you have been, and you get to disagree with me, right? Anytime you want, you get to disagree with me is that you have had a somewhat of a negative tendency in life. And just like the estrogen dropping, and so hidden inflammatory things are starting to creep up, you've been a little too negative for your real belief system. And now your body can't sustain a lot of stuff that was okay because it's just too long, too many decades. So, you know, your spirituality is quite elevated, but your vibrational level is not matching your spiritual beliefs. Do you see what I mean?
5: agree with that. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like um, the hormone shifts are dipping me back down into those old patterns of negative things. That thinking very that well I could be. Like, so, so, where what are is you... this coming
0: from? <laughs> so, what are you doing for your hormones? Because there's things that women can do.
5: Um, I'm taking herbs right now. I'm sure. kind of like, I'm, it's funny that I've fallen in love with you, but I'm sort <laughs> of leery of the medical profession. Sure. So. Go, going well, to doctors makes me nervous. Well, getting I would, on,
0: I would recommend seeing a naturopathic physician because if they're going to give you hormones, which will just depend on their labs, they're going to be natural and there'll be things that can move out of the body. What happened in conventional medicine is they gave women too many hormones and they were synthetic and that actually causes potentially disease, including cancer. So, you know, when we do bioidenticals or creams or one of my favorite herbal products is from Feminine Essence and I don't know your age, but there's Mucca Life and maca harmony and maca pause which is for my age and so there's all these herbs that can help you know sustain your your balance help you sleep well help your joints and all of that so find a naturopathic physician you live in a good area part of the country where there's a lot of indies find someone you love with your vibration elevated cuz that will you know, attract you to the perfect practitioner and then start taking some natural stuff. And what I love about naturopaths is they, you know, a really great naturopath listens to their, their patients and they don't suggest or push things that they don't want. They listen to what the patient wants and that's huge. Okay. Okay.
5: Great. And so basically just because I have all these friends that are menopausal too, that's just what we're going through. I kind of felt like it was maybe a a conscious collective yeah, well, sort of thing it is. That's going on It is right because now.
0: It, collectively menopause has been thought of as a negative experience. I actually think it's an opportunity because you're having a completely different cellular reaction in your body, kind of like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. You're shifting your cells. It's a wonderful opportunity to get clear about what you want, to take care of those negative thoughts, to take better care of your body, and to do what brings you great joy in your life. It's another opportunity to be a butterfly in your life, it's a phenomenal time. So, if more women look at menopause that way, imagine how it will change collectively in our consciousness. I agree. Okay. Have a All gorgeous right, so day. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Bye bye.
1: Think we got time for maybe one more? Sneak it okay, in real I'll five. sneak it in. All real right, quick. April. We're going to make it quick with you. She is calling in from okay. Seattle. Go ahead, I'll April. Right up.
0: Okay. Hi, April.
1: How are you?
5: Hi. Hi, I'm lovely. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to hear your voice. Oh, thank you. And thank you for
0: waiting. We appreciate that. What can I do for you?
5: Most of the people today answered lovely in response to what I'm feeling as well. So that got me through so I can shorten this up a bit. I've opened new doorways and I'm on the cusp of what I can feel is beautiful opportunities in my life that are allowing me to really move forward in a way I've wanted to for so long. And I'm feeling a little bit nervous about certain changes that I'm about to make in my life. And um, I just want some help finding out which chakra I could most nourish yeah. to, to ease this transition for me in right. a more peaceful way.
0: Well, here's what the universe is telling me. And I think I know you. Is that
5: correct? Uh, this is April from your mentoring Yeah, class. I know you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So here's what the universe is saying. The universe is saying that you've had many opportunities You already know who you are. You already know what you want. And the thing that I think you need to work on is your self-worth, which is, you know, of course, it's going to affect your entire chakra system. Second and third would be ideal. But what I want you to do is when you feel that love for creation or fairies or the woods or whatever, I want you to really build up that love like it's this beautiful, gorgeous ball of energy. And then I want you to send it to your self-worth because you need to start loving your self-worth so it can You know, start to multiply in intensity and frequency because I would say, April, and and I don't mean this to say this unkindly, but your self-worth is really, really low. You've had so many opportunities. I can't even name them all because you're really talented and you're very gifted. But your lack of self-worth kind of makes them fizzle out in some way, shape, or form unexpectedly in weird ways. So create that big ball of love. You know, like you love food. You love food Mm -hmm. enormously. So maybe you'll think about food and and how much you love it and then take that love and send it to your self-worth. Because we need it to start multiplying and have a lot of gratitude for your incredibly growing, amazing self-worth. That's going to be very important for you. You're not going to stop getting opportunities. That's one of the cool things about you. What I heard your guidance say, you know, that you're here to really fulfill your life in ways that you've been wanting to for centuries. And historically in past lives, you've you've kind of sacrificed yourself for others and you want to stop that pattern. So in this lifetime, you've created relationships with people who are actually doing Fine in their lives, and they're okay, and and you know it's not a sacrificial um, period here in North America. It just isn't. So you're going to continue to get opportunities, but let's let them stick like glue, okay? Okay. And that's going to be from you sending love to your self worth, so we can get it to grow. So that as these things come in, your success and and success and success and success can multiply because you deserve it. Okay. Okay. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. Have a great day. What a fun show we had.
1: Great hour. Wraps it all up. Wow. The bow on top. A
0: lot happening in a really short period of time. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just loved it. Um, so just letting everybody to know, I'll be back on the air next week. I will be interviewing... Uh Jennifer, who wrote the book, I'm Spiritual, Damn It. <laughs> I think her last name is Weigel. Um, she will be at the Sun Valley Wellness Festival in May. Um, unfortunately, I won't be there this year because I will be at my daughter's wedding. But I will be back at the Sun Valley Wellness um, Festival in 2016. I'm really looking forward to that. Thank you, everyone, for calling in, listening, sending gorgeous thoughts to yourself, to everyone around the country and around the world. Biddy and I appreciate Hearing your voices, your energy, and your love, and we send it all back at you. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.